Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am here once again with my fellow podcasters and also a special, special guest, one Miss Vanessa Seeger. Vanessa, the French lady herself. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. I feel like we're doing the Beauty and the Beast song. <laughs> I think we're for real, Mademoiselle. So, how do we know you? I know we've talked about it on past episodes, but how do we know you, Vanessa? Well, we work together for Pixie Vacations, so yeah, right. right. And um, right, do we? as of and right now. Also, I'm sorry. I said as of right now. <laughs> Um, so I'm a travel agent and uh, I was born in France, raised there. And so I kind of know my way around and, you know, thought we would discuss some of those areas. Perfect. And so on another episode, we discussed Paris, the city of lights, one of the most romantic cities in the world, fun place to visit, full of culture and food and all those and things. So much art. And art. <laughs> and art. We did talk about art. So much art. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i was sending pictures of our art and our house like that like you know from the 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 frame tv it's to vanessa during the week i'm like look at the picture i figured it out after the fact which one it was anyway so we're gonna talk tonight about the south of france yes. a place that uh Steffi and i have wanted to go like we were gonna we were planning on going for our 10th anniversary and you know we're not going to europe this summer for obvious reasons so let's go ahead and get started. Tell us about the south of France. What are two areas, let's just say, that we're going to talk about? Well, um, the two main areas really um, that people want to visit are the French Riviera, which is the easternmost side of the Mediterranean coast near Italy, and then Provence, which is more the center part of um of the coast and then all those go inland obviously a little bit i mean most people are familiar with the french riviera you know uh nice monaco Cannes, and the film festival and provence you know you think of okay let's go to art right let's go to um you know cezanne you you've all seen pictures of big fields of lavender and sunflowers you know vineyards that's that's provence in a nutshell so when we say provence is that like if somebody says provincial is that where the word comes from it it, it kind of does yeah yeah it's it's a derivative of that yeah definitely very cool so if you said provincial france is that provence like the provence region or? no it's 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 all over but um provence is like just a, a part of you know the provence the different provinces of france ah but provence is just they decided like it'd be like yep. a state calling itself the state, state. or stat hmm. or something yeah yeah i like it Mm-hmm. Different. All right. Very cool. So let's first talk about um, how would you get there? Say, would you recommend somebody split their time between Paris and the south of France? Or would you recommend someone coming from the States? Would you recommend them 
to go directly into Nice and then do like Monaco and that whole area down there? Or would you recommend splitting your time between Paris and the south of France? It depends if you have enough time. If you only have a week, I, I don't think it's worth it. I think you're traveling too much and, and wasting too much time. I think if you have 10 days, yeah. definitely, definitely split your time. Um, they're two completely different vacations. You know, Paris is obviously, you know, a city, it's the architecture, it's the art, it's the Frenchness of it. And then um, the south of France is, you know, the beaches, the more relaxed lifestyle, the, the warm weather. So you get two different takes on what it's like to, you know, to live in France or be in France. Yeah. If you were to do a split between the two, if you had the, the time, what is the, the length of time to get from one to the other? like a, a central area in the south of France that you would want to go to? Well, the, the flight from Paris to the south is it's about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. So it's not that long. Um, I would recommend flying. Um, you could also mm-hmm. take a, a, a train. There's a, the high-speed train. Um, takes about two and a half, okay. three hours, I think, um, from Paris. But so it's, it's you know, six in one mm-hmm. hand, half a dozen in the other. Um, yeah, so it, it's not a complete day um, to travel, but, you know, it, it definitely will take you, you know, the, you have to check out of your hotel, you have to pack up and everything. So that's why I'm saying it's a travel days. day. Right. And then 10 days, you know, with your obviously remembering you get into Europe, you know, you travel overnight, you get in the one day, your jet lag, your hotel isn't ready. The day you leave, you waste that whole entire day traveling because you usually leave in the morning or early afternoon. So um, 10 days give you a good, strong eight days on the ground and with the travel day. Would you do like a four and four split if you have that kind of time or more? Well, I think it's it's really up to you. What okay. what interests you more? Do you, are you more of a beach person? Uh, are you more of a laid back person? Do, or do you want to run from museum to museum? You know, then that's Paris. Do you plan on going back another time or is this mm-hmm. your only trip to France? Um, you know, is there certain things you really want to hit? Like when you go to Paris, you know, you want to go to the Eiffel Tower, you want to go to the Louvre, you want to, you know, go to Versailles, then then split your time accordingly. I mean, four to four would be an ideal split. But, um, you know, I think you just have to look at what your family's priorities are. What are you saying, Sam? I was going to ask you, Vanessa, what is your favorite part? Like what, where, what's your favorite part of France? Like I know that I know oh. the south of France is your favorite, right? But yeah, yeah. I think I I don't know if I have one mm-hmm. specific place. I think um, it depends on my yeah. mood. <laughs> if I just want to, you know, if I'm lazy and I just want to yeah. do a beach day, or if I, um, I don't have one. I just have little spots all over yeah. the place. I guess that I like. I'm sorry, no, I can't okay. give you a more. You can just take me answer. to all of them. Okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. That's next year. Yeah, it is. <laughs> With that, 2022 is going to be the year for us to get back to Europe mm-hmm. for, sh- yeah. for sure. Let's hope. Um, so let's talk real quick. Um, if you're going to Provence, where are you going to be going? What city are you going to and where are you staying? Well, you're probably flying into Marseille, um, which doesn't really have a lot to offer. It's a big city. Um, so, you know, I would, I would leave there (laughs) and then, um, go further, um, along the coast, either to small towns like Cassis or a little further inland to like Aix-en-Provence, uh, Saint-Rémy, 
Um, and then you could then venture a little west towards um, Arles and Nîmes and do like the really deep Provence. So you, you kind of switch from the, the beach feel of Marseille and Cassis and that area and then go further in to um, the more rustic side, the little hill towns and, um, you know, markets like and side. things like that. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds I, I great. It's nice because you can do both within yeah, a couple awesome. hours. Very cool. And then if you were going to head over to the Riviera, you know, mm-hmm. in quotes, where where would you, where is where do you like to stay? Where do you like to visit? I mean, obviously we know Cannes, Nice, and then you have Monaco. But what is what are your the cities you like to hit up when you're there? Well, in between Nice and Monaco, there's a bunch of little towns along the beach road right there, uh, like Villefranche and Saint Jean Cap Ferrat. That are really, really cute little port towns. Some have beaches, some just have little ports. You walk around um, medieval uh, castles. So those to me are a little more interesting than the big cities. And then again, going inland, but maybe only about a half hour in, you can take the road. You can actually drive the road that Princess um, Grace of Monaco drove, the one that she killed herself on, um, from Monaco up until into like the the inland into the little villages there like um as and vance and all those that are really really cute just little you know villages that are just like clinging to the side of the mountains uh, mm-hmm. little cafes little streets to get lost in it's just so charming oh actually real quick brief history lesson so monaco is like this little tiny area that's just the size of a small city yeah but it's its own country. Do you, can you tell us the history behind that and a little bit about Monaco? Well, the history, as far as I kind of remember it from growing up, is there was a monk that landed on some rock and then claimed it for himself. And then that's how Monaco was formed. And it became a, and he made himself prince. <laughs> and so it became a prince. It's a principality huh. to this day. Um, it's a tax haven, so um, that's how it's stayed independent. A lot of people uh, move there because there's no uh, income tax. Um, they can hide their money easily. And uh, as a result, it's a playground for you know really rich people. There's casinos, um, there's really high-end boutiques, restaurants, hotels, you name it. Is there a, anything that's absolutely must see as far as attractions in Monaco? There's no so much. I mean, they have they have some attractions, but it's really not about attractions. It's about going and glaring and looking at people like like if you were going to uh, Beverly Hills. It's it's kind of the similar thing. You know, you kind of look around, see if you notice anybody (laughs) famous. If you're a big uh, Formula One person, you drive around the along the race course with the markings. That's really, really neat. Um, you go to the, um, the, the main place where the, um, where the casino is. If you want to go and gamble in there, you have to actually get dressed up. You have to wear a tuxedo, um, or, you know, like a gown. Um, there's, you know, restaurants you can, you can go to that are world famous. So, so it's a little bit, again, like going to California and going to Beverly Hills and, you know doing the high-end shopping or just window shopping and, and drooling over everything. It's worth, it's worth doing and, and seeing. I mean, you see these mega yachts that you can't even imagine anybody could own um, something could even like afford. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's just, you know, 
something to to do but it wouldn't be top of my list um if you had you know yeah. a, a limited, limited time. time very cool so tell us about what what you would do in let's say in in the riviera section what would be your must do's your must sees well definitely in nice i would spend some time in the old city um i would hit up one of the beaches either in Cannes. Um, maybe, or, you know, from Cannes, you can take a boat and go, there's some islands, um, off the coast, uh, with some nice beaches. Uh, I would go to Saint-Paul-de-Vence or one of those little towns and just walk around and relax. Um, maybe go to one of the local museums. There's a Matisse museum. Um, there's, a. um, yeah, a, f a few, you know, it, depending on the art that you're into, there's some little hidden gems. Really just, you know, spending some time drinking in what, what it's like to, to hang there and live there. And do you have a favorite place to stay? Or are there any hotels you'd recommend right off the top of your head? Yeah, there's uh, a, there's a really, area? yeah, there's a really great boutique hotel in, um, in Nice, right? outside of the old city um, on what they call the Castle Hill. It, it overlooks um, the Mediterranean and, uh, and the port. It's, it's, it's like a gorgeous, gorgeous view. It's called the Hotel La Perouse. Um, it's, it's just really, really such a fantastic uh, location because you can walk to the old city from there. You can walk right onto the beach. Now the beach in Nice is not that great. Uh, it's all it's rocky. So that's not really where I would go if I wanted to spend a beach day. If you want to stay in Monaco, there's the really famous uh, Hotel de Paris, which is right on the place of the of the casino. That's, you know, where where people have been famous people have been staying for, um, you know, decades. Uh, or you could go to Cannes and that's a, a different vibe than Nice. It's a smaller city. It's kind of a cross between Nice and Monaco in that it has some of the glitz of Monaco, um, but not the same um, uppity attitude, I guess I would say. There's some really famous old palace hotels there. I know we talked about some of them in, in, uh, mm -hmm. in Paris. Um, there's the Martinez and the Majestique that are, you know, some of the old ones. There's also a JW Marriott. So if, you know, you want to stick with your- Familiar. Yep, familiarity. familiar brands. Yeah. Um, but my, probably between the um, the first one I told you about, the boutique hotel in Nice, and this other hotel, the Grand Hotel du Cap Ferrat, which is between Nice and Monaco in Saint-Jean-Cap Ferrat. It, it's gorgeous. It's this old, um, oldish, you know, building, turn of the century building. But there's uh, beautiful um, Mediterranean pine trees all over the property. There's a restaurant under the pine trees, you know, where you can have dinner. And then they have a um, infinity uh, infinity pool that looks like it goes right into the Mediterranean. I mean, it's just it's just gorgeous. It's it's so relaxing. Um, is that where we're gonna stay? Which hotel was that? Yeah. <laughs> I think, Which hotel was that one? Um, it's the Grand said? Hotel du Café. I I I think maybe it's the Four Seasons now. I am not positive. Oh, I can't remember can definitely take um, me there. if they bought it or not. <laughs> <laughs> for sure so yeah that that would be my kind of hotel choices i like those uh and so it, the de cap ferrat that's mm -hmm. the one you said yeah so the grand hotel so if i'm saying it 
You, how do you say it in French? Grand Hotel Grand... du Cap Ferrat. Or the Grand Hotel du Cap Ferrat. <laughs> yep. That too. I'm that works too. I would never <laughs> say it that way, but that's how you... If you're going to Google it, yeah. just so you know. But yeah, very cool. I mean, it looks awesome. <laughs> I mean, you're not kidding. Like, I love do, dropping in and doing Google Earth, you know, mm -hmm. or uh, not Google Earth. What do you call it? Google, Google Maps. Google Maps and like doing the, it, that place is beautiful. Mm -hmm. So very cool. Um, all right. Let's really, while we're still in the uh, Riviera, what are some activities aside from the shopping and dining and general beach going? So you would look at doing uh, museums. Are there any, like if you, someone said, I want to do a tour or an excursion. Is there anything that jumps off of um, out at you of what you'd recommend? Um, again, do, you know, an excursion to one of the small hill towns, um, okay. like Saint-Paul or Vence or Aise. Um, There's um, tons of uh, Roman ruins to go check out as well. Uh, if you're into that, um, there's, there's just so much history, so many layers of history, because um, Nice was originally a Greek town. Um, you know, it was, it was, built up by the Greeks but even before that there was a um, uh, prehistoric settlement so you can mm. even go see the prehistoric settlement I mean cool. there's so many yeah. cool neat things to see um, you know definitely walking around the old city of Nice and learning about the architecture and making a stop at my second favorite ice cream place <laughs> in France <laughs> I love it which, which is called it's called Finocchio. That sounds like Pinocchio. Finocchio. Like Pinocchio, <laughs> but with an F? Yeah, well, it's it's fennel in, in Italian, basically, because in Nice, they used to speak. So Nice used to be um, Italian for a really long time. The whole region um, up to Nice used to be belong to Italy. So they have a Niceois language, which is kind of a, oh. a bastardized Italian. <laughs> so a lot of words you would recognize. I like it. All right, so if we're going back over to Provence, where are we staying? Um, I would say you could stay in X. Um, there is a really nice hotel called Villa Galicie in X. Um, if not, then you go towards Saint-Rémy and the deeper uh, Provence. So X is kind of like Marseille is on the coast. Mm -hmm. Then as you go inland about half hour, 45 minutes is X, which was a Roman town with uh, Roman baths. And now it's a big university town um, in France. So it has a cute old city. It has, again, the, the Roman uh, ruins and it has, you know, tons of cafes to hang out. Then as you go further inland, you know, you hit Saint-Rémy, uh, La Beaune, some of those other little towns. So um, there's the Domaine de La Beaume, which is really nice. La Bastide de Moustier is another nice one in, in a town called Moustier. There's, again, so many little villages. So it's, it's going to be up to you how much you want to move around. Do you want to just stay in one place and then do some day trips? Or do you want to, you know, spend one night here one night there well i tell you what doing a split stay gotcha. and doing four days just doesn't sound like it's enough time it, it, it really i mean it really isn't but a lot of people coming don't to europe it. don't have it you know they they don't yeah. have a ton of time 
What about mm-hmm. food? Have we talked about food? Location other than the ice cream. Well, we talked about ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else? Um, I mean, there's uh, so think of the food of of Provence and um, the Riviera is very, it's Mediterranean, right? So think, um, you know, olive oil, tomatoes, peppers, um, zucchini, eggplants, you know, that, that kind of very, like the Mediterranean diet, lots of fish. So there's tons of little restaurants, like you'll go to one of the little um, hill towns, you know, like, um, or, you know, like Saint-Rémy. And you'll end up on the main place in the middle of the town. And there's all these little restaurants that are just, you know, serving a few dishes. You know, this is not like a a hundred items on the menu kind of place. And, you know, you eat the local food that they prepared based on what they had, they found at the market or at the uh, fish market that day, you know. These these hill towns, what is the feel of those like Mm -hmm. do they have a strong tourist vibe like they're drawing people in Uh, i kind of think back to my time in venice where you know venice just feels touristy what are the hill towns like yeah so it depends on the time of year you go um if you go in the summer definitely there's a lot of uh, unfortunately i mean you know there's a lot of tourists that's just that's just how it is but you know having you know, knowing the area really well, I can kind of divert you and and tell you, okay, you know, go visit this town, but don't necessarily stay there. Maybe stay out of, you know, stay in in a smaller hotel that's off the beaten path. Um, There's also some, um, if if you're into like outdoor activities, there's um, some uh, river rafting, you can do kayaking, you know, things like that, that, that can be really fun. A lot of um, biking, you can bike, you know, up from little town to little town. And then if you want to go really deep into the more um, Provencal culture, uh, you'd go to Nîmes or Arles. Uh, Nîmes has a, um, a Roman, um, Roman mm. arena, similar to the Colosseum in, in, in Rome that you can go visit. Um, so, and again, all these towns go, even in, in Nice, you know, all these places have market days, go to the market, uh, buy spices, buy honey to take home, you know, that, that get some, you know, the little local foods to eat for lunch. It, that, that's really how you're going to get the best feel for it, as opposed to just running from one you know, one place to the other and, and trying yeah. to see Are these places like walkable or are they, you need a, a car, you need some sort of transportation to get to the different places? You're going to need transportation okay. from one place to yeah. the other. And is there, is, is there train? Once you're there, then you park. It... Your... There, there is some train options, but some of, some of those towns, okay. there, there is no train that goes to them. No. So, you know, you, we can always find like a, a, a tour, you know, like a, a small group tour that would take you to a couple of the towns if you don't feel like driving. But driving is pretty easy um, in that so area. You would, it's, you'd it's recommend the rental like, car you know, for the people over there. I mean, that's me. Um, I, I don't mind renting a car. But for those people who don't feel comfortable renting a car, it, it's perfectly doable to find somebody who's going to, um, you know, to, to become part of a small group of maybe 12 
12, 15 people and get taken along. And, and you're, you know, you're not on a big bus yeah. doing the bus trip, um, but you're still seeing places that, you know, you can't get to, like you were saying on the train. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's great. Um, all right. So, all right, we're going to do a little activity. Are you ready? Oh, what? Uh -oh. Is there, what? Uh oh. All right. Nine nights, no Paris, just south of France. How many nights? And let's say we're going to split it between two or three locations. Are we planning your trip, John? <laughs> yeah. Always planning John's future trip. <laughs> yeah. My Maui trip's been planned. So. He needs um, for this, next but this year. is definitely more uh, theoretical. Um, but no, but I think a lot of people would want to, like, in general, like try to figure this out. How would you divide your time? I have nine nights on the ground in the south of France. So 11, 11 total, right? I will. Is that what you're thinking? Nine nights. Okay. Nine total nights. So like okay. I fly in. So 10 days, to, you know, if you include the first night and then you leave that last day. So what are we thinking? Well, what are you interested in doing? Threw it back at you. We like, we love the beach, but at the same time, we like going, we love food. Food is always the center point of what we're doing. Like we always find restaurants wherever we're going and try to work around that, but also art and museums, wine. Um, so yeah. Okay. So you could probably do, you could, you could get away with doing like four nights, either in Nice or, you know, in, in, um, Cafera or one of those places. Mm -hmm. Right. And then really take day trips from there. Just discover that whole area. Right. Okay. And then transfer over, maybe do a couple of nights in X and you could do X and the coast, you do Cassis and you do, um, you could take a boat trip around the, uh, the Calanque that are like, um, uh, they're uh, like little tiny, not even bays. I can't even explain it. It's very small little um, areas. You can only get to most of them either by boat or you have to hike down. And then there's these amazing little beaches that you can get to so that would be like a good two days in x to do you know the calanque cassis uh have a crepe on the port with some um cider. can i have more than one can I have more than one crepe no no sure you can't, John. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed um because i can throw back some crepes yeah yeah uh, Such a um yeah, X, and then and then move on to you know the deeper part of um, of Provence and spend another. So hold on, we have four, five, six, seven, eight. You could do like three nights in you know like a place like Saint Remy, and then do the rest of um, you know the inland part that way. I'm yeah, I'm like ready to, to pack Vanessa my bags. Okay, everything you just said sounds great. I know, right? <laughs> call me. If anybody's wanting to book a trip, call her. Uh, want to go to France? Call me. Her personal <laughs> information. Her personal number is. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> um, so we talked about it's it's touristy, but is it? Do you find that when you're there that that there's the crowds are as bad as they are in Paris for things, or is it definitely more laid back vibe compared to Paris? No, the crowds are bad. If you go really? in, if you go in August, the crowds are bad. So when I is Cannes? Cannes when is, is um, it's in I want to say it's in June. It's in May in or June. June. I okay. can't remember. So summertime in, in the south What's of France is going to be busy. Time yeah. to go so as far as I temperature, think, temperature and crowds. 
Um, September, yeah. September's perfect. Okay. September's perfect because, you know, the weather is still great. Like May is nice, but you know, the weather can be a little iffy sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, you can get rain. Um, September's perfect, really. Um, that, you know, kids are back in school. The Europeans are done their vacations for the most part. So it's, it's a great time to go. Now, does my bougie <laughs> butt need a, a day in Monaco? Why not? You're already there, man. You just, you know, have... Go gawk a little bit. Day yeah, trip I mean, it from Nice? Yeah. Bring your tux. Don't forget for the sure. tails. I've been, I, I've been thinking about wanting to buy a tux lately. <laughs> oh I have nowhere God. to go. Why? Why? Rent one. That does not surprise <laughs> I, my me. My wife and I are hopefully... Well, <laughs> we've been invited to a wedding this upcoming summer, and it's black tie. And we're like, Ooh. finally a, oh. finally there a reason. I've always rented before, but you know... So what I don't like is the fit of a rented tux is almost always sure. terrible. Yeah. Just buy one, dude. Like, like your pant the the pant legs you could fit three legs. Yeah. You're not gonna look like the James pant Bond leg. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. Right, and like I want to get a tux that fits well. I need maybe need to get a, like a really nice suit. Like I have a couple suits and they're nice, but like maybe like a really nice suit, you know, before I buy there a tux. You go. <laughs> like a, a a bespoke suit, but then you're shelling out some money. Well, go to Monaco. And there get you one. go. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a reasonable place. I think I'd buy a bespoke suit, like in Italy. You know, like you know, on a trip to Italy, like a small tailor. There's actually a great place to get a suit in Nice um, called Fasonable. I think they sold their. They used to sell the clothes at Nordstrom at one point, recently. Oh. But it was it was a tailor that was started in Nice, like. I want to say, I don't know, 60, 50, 60 years ago, my dad used to get his suits when he was out of college there. I mean, it's that's how long it's been nice. there. But See, I knew that suit conversation would lead to a <laughs> fruitful piece of information about Nice. I really want to go to the south of France. Steffi and I have been wanting to go um, for quite some time, so I think that might have to be... Oh, but the problem is we also want to go back to Paris. This is terrible. I'm just but you've take been to Paris, off. so maybe we have. go somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Probably and, and, go and somewhere else. And I'm going to say, if, if you do that, you got to go to Corsica, too. <laughs> Extend this out to a two-week trip. That's what you this need to do. This might have to be a month-long trip. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I know. For real. Maybe we just do our own mini fam, yeah? There yeah, you go. let's do it. Oh, one last question, and then we're going we're gonna to wrap up. So we've been kind of approaching this kind of from a grown-up adult trip in general. We haven't really brought in like the family element side of this. Paris, we found, is very... Every person we met in Paris loved children and like thought it was the coolest thing that Jack was there. They were always... They were way kinder to my my two-year-old than they were to to <laughs> myself and my wife. Like it almost was like a an opening. Like Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like they like kids. How how would Nice and Can or Con how do you say that? Can or Con? Can. Can Can? <laughs> like can. Vanessa says it. Can. Like Can. Yeah, that place. <laughs> and uh how would a place like the south of France how would children be received handle that trip? Yeah. Oh, t totally fine. You'd, okay. get, you'd get a good reception. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's plenty of, you know, families travel with their children all the time. Yeah, absolutely. 
So going to south of France, we could make it a family-friendly trip, maybe modify the amount of time we spend in art museums. Right, right. And the amount of time we're, like, drinking wine. Only slightly, though. Yeah. Well, you know, the kids can have an orangina or something while you're having your wine. Yeah. So, but you you would do it with small children? You would would consider south of France? Or would you say, say, yeah, what's too young to bring... We we brought Jack to Paris when he was two, but we also had help. Like we brought my mother in law. Well, it's going to depend on your circumstances, right? Like so, with with somebody there with you. I, I, so I think if you're going to spend the time and the money to do a trip to Europe, you have to consider, what, you know, what what is going to be, what what experience do you want? So if you want to be able mm-hmm. to go to dinner, which you know in Europe happens later right most restaurants don't open until 7 30 or 8 o'clock now is your child going to be too tired by the time you know and then dinner takes forever so when 9 30 10 o'clock rolls around is your kid going to be you know asleep on the on the chair or is he rambunctious and not able to handle it so you have to kind of know your family and realize that it's it's going to be a different agenda um you know, there's a lot more walking. There's, um, it, it, it's different. And even though places are kid friendly and everything, it's not kids as kid centric as the U.S. is in a lot of ways, right? right? So um, kids are welcome. People are happy to have them, but they, their primary objective is not to cater to the kids, right? Right. Yeah, the kids that's are totally there fair. with you. That's how you're. At least French people look at that. So if having your kids with you is going to, you know, um, make your experience, make, make you unable to experience everything you want to experience on your trip, then maybe you shouldn't bring them or you bring somebody along who can kind of, you know, help you out. And um, yeah. so it w- I'm just saying it would be a shame to miss out on some of the experiences because you're bringing, you know, children that are too young or just you know and it's a long trip it's a long flight i mean kids are going to be jet lag it's going to take them a while to get into the swing of things so if your kid's waking up at three o'clock in the morning because now you know they're ready to get up how is that pleasant for you affect your trip yeah so again it's i think you have to to know your family and decide what your goals are for the for the vacation what I liked about, and this is, I think, cha- the south of France maybe changes this aspect a little bit. What I liked about Paris was that everything is, like, contained. And you can take a train or you can walk. It's much more compact because it's one... I mean, it's, it's a big city. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's... Everything can be done via mass transit. Mm-hmm. And everything can be, like, walking, biking, or a train where I feel like you need a car and it seems like things are further away and there's more time traveling in the South of France, which maybe makes it a little less um, easy to have kids with you. Right. So the Riviera is definitely easier because you can take a train up and down the coast. Right. So you can, you know, but um, you know, having a car will allow you for better, um, better experiences, I think still but yeah you're right everything is not close by you are going to have to either you know go to the train station get on a train 
you know, get it, it, it's it's not as easy as absolutely as getting along if you're just in Paris and right making your way around. Yeah. Which makes a difference if you're going to bring kids. Mm-hmm. I think it's something to consider. Would you now? I know that you grew up in France. Would you drive in Paris? Because I don't. I don't think I would drive in Paris. You don't have to. You absolutely don't have to. There's cabs. There's subways. You really don't have to. Right. But like, so like London, I would never, ever, ever drive Mm -mm. for multiple reasons. I I don't like driving in New York City either. I don't, uh, how would you compare the driving in the south of France to Paris or other like New York or London? Oh, it's much more relaxed. It's not the crazy city driving. No, no. It's not a a problem. It'd be like driving anywhere else in the country or in a smaller city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Do you guys have any more questions? I don't think so. No, I think you. We love you, Vanessa. Nailed yeah, it, it well. <laughs> Thanks. For real. That was so great. I, anybody else really want to go to the south of France? Like, particularly yeah, with Vanessa now? Yeah. Oh, I'm right already now. doing that. Guide would be great. So in, instead of bringing a, my mother-in-law to help with the kids, we're going to bring Vanessa and uh, her daughter. Oh, there Audrey, you go. I love that. Just pawned it off to someone else. Exactly. That's the move right there. Like, wait, mom. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> exactly. All right. So real quickly before we wrap up, can you let our audience know how they can find you again? Sure. You can um, email me, Vanessa at pixievacations.com and uh, let me know where you want to go next. You can also find her information will be listed in the show notes. Again, Vanessa, thank you for joining us. Thank you. If you and thank you so much. And if you uh, would like to listen to more episodes of the podcast, you can find us uh, wherever you download your podcasts by doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast. Uh, additionally, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Facebook by doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast in the app. And we look forward to talking with you and hopefully helping you plan your next vacation. Thank you so much. Make sure you leave a positive review if you'd like. If you did not like the group or the conversation tonight, um, I guess we're kind of glad that you stuck around for 41 minutes, but uh, thanks for listening. Have a good night. Bye-bye.